Well, hello, everybody. Um, welcome to the SOAR podcast. Actually, it's the school podcast. It's a part of the SOAR program. Um, for, a lot, for a lot of you that have listened in the past, we used to be the war podcast, and we have since become the, the school podcast. Um, and today is our first episode. I got my buddy Jake on here with me today. Um, <clears throat> Jake has been a student in my SOAR program um, and uh, done just a, a hell of a job, become, become a good friend of mine. And he's on, on his path and journey to becoming a, a SOAR life coach, which means essentially he will have the opportunity to do the same thing that I do and we all do here is working with the substance abuser, teaching them to lift weights, train in a gym, um, our nutrition course, and then our spiritual course. And so he's on that journey right now. And I just, I'm excited to have him on and, uh, you know, LT, uh, we got LT here. I wanted to introduce him if he can. What's going on guys. You know, I'm in the background hanging out. So LT, um, me and him met a, a, a month or so ago and he's producing all of our, uh, we've partnered our, our, uh, our programs have partnered. He has, runs a little program, um, nonprofit that he's developed and started that you'll hear more about. And, uh, so we've joined and he's producing all of these and it's really going to be a nice experience for the guests and me and everybody viewing because of the nice production he's offering. A hundred percent. Yeah. Dustin, thanks for letting me be a part of this. This is awesome. Yeah, bro. So, so yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. Um, we plan on putting these out once a week. So 1145, they're going to go live and then what day did we talk about releasing them like the podcast throughout the week? Probably Mondays. Probably Mondays. We'll we'll get more consistent, but we plan on being consistent. So so here we go. Session one of the school podcast. Um, so Jake, what's up? Well, not much. Just uh, you know, like dealing with anxiety. Never done this before. Yeah. And you know, we were sort of admittedly short notice, but. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Well, what do they what do they say in recovery, man? Do it scared. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared too. I'm I'm actually really a little uptight with all these lights and like seriousness. Yeah. I'm not used to being this serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? But well, <clears throat> so I want to talk to you a little bit. Uh, me and you become good friends. I've always admired what you're doing, and you're you're uh, what what brought what brought you into the start there? What, what brought you into the SOAR program? Maybe, maybe tell people, you know, what, why you wrote, reached out to me and what was going on at that time period of, of why you need to come into SOAR. Well, I've been, uh, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff over the last couple of years. Um, but, uh, it was, it was actually interesting. My, uh, one of my, one of my kids is in some court stuff right now. Right. And, uh, his judge, like was, she's been paying attention to our journey and knows that fitness is a huge component of my life. And she actually hooked me up with, uh, USARA. Right. And when I went to USARA, Trevor out there, he listened to my story. Cause I, I relapsed in, uh, February last week, of February. Right. And it was, it was a really big deal. It was, it was a week, but it was the most traumatic experience of my entire life. 
Like I, I know what full blown insanity is now. Right. And like, it was meth, right? It was, it was meth. Yes. Right. And like, I just, it wasn't even a, like a little taste, you know, like a little preview. It was, it was, it was bad. It was rough. It was nasty. Right. And, and I, I just happened to open one of my drawers and there was the information that the judge gave me. And so I went to USARA and I talked to, I talked to Charlie and I talked to Trevor and uh, Trevor listened to my story. And he said, you know, I think so. I think I know a place that'll be real good for you. And yeah. He, and then he just said, sore. Right. Like go check out sore. Right. And so I called Frank and yeah, like met, met you at the gym that day yeah, you know? I, I, yeah I never forget uh, it you were sitting in that tree sitting in that tree <laughs> you know yeah. like misses on my arms just nasty right. just 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 a just a mess right just a mess you know and you know that's god dude the meth bro the meth is so bad I um some it seems like over the last year I've I've worked with a lot of people with meth and there's somebody close to me that's has been dealing with it. And I don't even know who they are. You know, I mean, you know, I, <clears throat> that drug right there to me is it's too bad because I've seen people who work construction in the construction field and it seems like it makes them somewhat productive, you know, like they, they, they can, some people can hold down a job compared to maybe the heroin addict or you know they can get some stuff done get paid and then go on a bender get some stuff get paid you, you know am i correct and since some, i mean different different people like for me no right no like if i if i get high i disappear like right. really as long as as long as i'm visible and present i'm good right if, if you can see me i'm I'm good, but really like I've been putting a lot of work over the last few years. You know, I've been in counseling consistent, uh, consistently for since 2017, I've been working my butt off to right. like, change my lifestyle, change my, change my thinking, Right. you know, like reading psychology books and, you know, doing sore and, right. you know, I became a certified personal trainer and, right you know, a transformation specialist. And so it's like, really, I've just developed over this period of time, just this holistic view of health, and, right? You know, body, mind and spirit. Wow. And it's just really and I, I owe I owe sore for that spiritual side, cause right? Like, I don't pray, right? I don't, I don't do none of that. Right. Also, right. So, hey baby, this is my son, Drake. Drake. Yeah. This is Drake. Um, well, would you agree bringing up the spiritual side? And I say this a lot in our, you know, in our groups and stuff, but like, wouldn't you agree that spiritual side as you get a taste of it and everyone's spiritual side is different and keep in mind, I'm not talking about religion. And I mean, you know that, Yeah. but, um, <clears throat> have you liked the spiritual work of the store program? You know, the 45 minute hike for you, high intensity, 
you know, yeah. 45 minutes, you're, you know, you're struggling in your head and you uh, maybe have cravings and, and I send the prescription out for you to go on a 45 minute hike to the top, to the top of or <clears throat> okay. Okay. Just watch it on this one. Okay. Okay, go on. Love you. Yeah, no worries. What? Don't worry about it. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm not going to apologize. Yeah, but, no, it's good. You got your kid with you. You know, you know? but the the spiritual experiences that's Have that's you, the bread and butter. Like, well, and you can see how you can get spiritual on those, right? Like, you know, 45 minute hike to the top of a peak, listening to music on the way up, get to the top, have a prayer, and people's prayer could be gratitude or just whatever. And then and then do some reading and look for scenery and then on the way down listen to an audiobook and keep on working on further gratitude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know, like uh, when we did that hidden valley and I just I don't know, I just wanted to get and I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. Got to the top hammock, so that was that was yeah. where the spirit was was right in my hammock while i was waiting for everybody else you know right. it wasn't even like a competition thing like within with anybody else in the group it was just that's like i'm here to do some hard shit yeah yeah like savage you know <laughs> <laughs> some savage work you know so right like really i i reward myself with that hammock my like you know people people tease me you know chris called me hammock jake the other day right you know, but like that's I earn my time in that hammock, right? You know, and that's sort of it's it's it's, it's spiritual for me to know that I just did some really hard stuff, right? You know, whether it's a five hour walk, three mile run, climbing a mountain, just got done with a training session, you know, here in the morning, and walk home, right? And just hammock a little bit, you know. Like, right. like I, I do my best to earn my sleep. Right. Yeah. I like that. What <clears throat> you said when we, uh, before you came into war, had you been going on a good run of sobriety or before you came into sore, had you been, sorry, I might, everyone listen, I might say war <laughs> often because we, a lot of people know we used to be workout addiction recovery and we just rebranded the school of addiction recovery. So that's, if I say war, it's the same thing. Um, but prior to coming, I mean, so before your relapse, had you had some time? Yeah. Yeah. I'd had, I'd had about six months. Right. Um, it's, I've been going through a lot of stuff, like the end of a relationship, just, just worrying about my kids, just like really high intensity, like emotions, like really just a lot of worry. And I've been working really hard to overcome stuff but you know we're all human right like i got i got overwhelmed and i couldn't i couldn't deal with hurting anymore like every day was just sun up to sundown was just constant pain and i didn't know what i i i I knew what i what i could do to fix it but it was just 
opportunity came up one day to just not feel anything. And then a week later, I'm being put into a full body bag by the police because I'm running through the streets thinking I'm being chased by folks and then putting put out by EMTs waking up in the hospital two days later, you know? So it was just, I, I was putting a lot of work in and I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm grateful it happened. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that happened because, you know, they talk about how relapse is a part of recovery. Right. You know, it's, it's true. You know, if you, if you're missing pieces, if you're missing pieces of, of your life and your recovery, then you know, you're pretty, pretty bound to, you know, fall back into old patterns. You know, you right. can't, can't think your way into better living, but you can live your way into better thinking, wow. you know? So I just had, uh, there was a couple more aspects that I needed to address and it turns out this, this one was a spiritual because I was working on my emotional and my mental and my physical. And I was just missing that one. Wow. You know, I'm sure there's more pieces that right. are yet to be revealed, but you know, Bro, isn't that wild how like, so you'd been working. So that's why like, I got so much empathy for the, for the drug addict, right? Like, so you talked about that, <clears throat> all this hardship going on in your life, you know, and, 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 uh, you're irritated in your brain and it's hard and, and, and then something pops up and it's like almost, it, you want that pain to go away so bad and you know, there's something you know, the reward that could like help you just escape for that, for that long. And you know, the consequences of if you do do it, but like it still would be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's such a shitty, that's, that's so sad that there's substances out there that, that can help that much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But also cause that much harm. Yeah. Like I, I always thought that about opiates, bro. Like I'd be, I remember standing at a pharmacy, you know, getting ready to get my script filled and being and and being so excited. Like literally, I remember standing there just like it was the most I I would have missed Christmas morning with my family to be at that. That was the you know what I'm saying? Like I really literally or or the time, you know, the time I took my little girl with me to pick up when she was three to uh, to a Barnes and Noble. And she, she was three and my drug dealer, the dude bringing me pills didn't show up for like four, four hours. And I'm at the Barnes and Noble and dude, I'd still be waiting at Barnes and Noble. If you wouldn't have showed up, you know what I'm, I wouldn't leave. I remember looking at the cars driving up, like just like obsessed with every car that pulled in to see if it was him. Like that's, and, and my little girl is sitting there crying, wanting to leave hungry and like, well, <clears throat> something else happened. You know, you talked about you, you appreciated your relapse or it was a kind of a blessing. Well, so I'm leaving that, that experience. I'm leaving that experience with my little girl and she's sitting in the back seat and I'm driving and I had got them. And so I'm like, so now I'm like back to reality and I'm, and I'm, I'm thinking, Holy shit. Like, what am I, what am I doing? Like I look back at my little girl and she's looking at me like with this disgusted look, like she's like, looking at me like you, you know, she knew what I was up to. 
And I remember th I got this little glimpse in my mind, like you, you're, you're never going to know your little girl. She's never going to know who her dad truly is. If you, if you keep this shit up, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but that's that, you know, we talk about it in here all the time. The rewards of like a substance abuse, like obviously because we crave it and there's a reward linked to it and it's, they're powerful, you know? So, so now we're trying to find these new rewards through your hike to get into a hammock, you know, and, but, and they're, and they're better rewards, but they, but, but it took you suffering a little bit to get the reward, right? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. And I don't know. That's sort of part of the reward for me too. Cause just that, you know, pain train, right? like just that, like I don't have to run in the middle of the day. Right. You know, but that's <laughs> what I've been doing when right. I miss, when I miss my training in the morning, you know, and I'm still working out like some things to make sure that I can get, get here at 6am. Right. You know, like basically murder myself every single day. But so I, I don't know. Some people call me a masochist, but I, I like running in the hottest parts of the day because it gives me a reward because I don't see anybody else running. And it's not, it's not an ego thing. It's just yeah. that this is, this sucks. This is a hard thing to do. Like, and then it's not like I, I, I run, I, I, I carry my backpack, you know, it's, it's like 20, 25, 30 pounds. I carry it everywhere. I run with it. I, I, I ran, you know, smashed up that mountain with it, you know, right. making it even more difficult. Right. And it's just, I know that at the end, I've just done something very physically demanding, physically challenging. And I, and I, I won, I got it. Wow, know? dude. So it's so cool. I, I appreciate you um, because that's how I've used it. You know, I struggle, uh, you know, everyone, you know, thinks, thinks me, you know, like, I mean, no one uses this program more than I do. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I've dealt with relapse. I relapsed in 2016, you know, and I got this whole thing going. And so I haven't been perfect and I've had my struggles and I've learned that a lot of mine are when I get resentful or overly competitive in my mind. Like I, I was brought up as a kid who was played competitive sports was, you know, I, you know, I was going to play professional baseball. I was going to be a collegiate athlete, you know, that from, from the second I was 10 years old, I was going to do that. Mm -hmm. That was kind of built into my mindset. And so all those things happen. I was always really competitive and I I'm learning now that, uh, that can get in the way it leads to ego and it leads to resent it can lead me to having some serious resentments, like, you know, getting, you know, building out these scenarios about people or getting just twisted up in my head about, you know, could even, could even be about my wife or I could be mad at Austin or, you know, or just whoever. And, and, <laughs> and, but is what I'm, where I'm going with this is like, and I know that that is what fuels me to, to take myself out of reality. Like I get so irritated and then I hate myself. I'm like, I hate how I'm acting right now. So this happened three weeks ago. I was uh, swimming with my kids and I was negative, negative around my family. Frank and Wes were there at the pool too. And I was 
negative towards them. And they, they all can feel it. I mean, when I'm in that mood, everyone walks around on eggshells around me and I can feel it. So I was just like, dude, I'm out. Like, I hate how I'm acting. I don't know how to change it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't just, so I, I hottest part of the day, it's like a hundred degrees. I go for a jog. <clears throat> I went down and through Riverdale, did my little deal down to the, by the man on the railroad tracks then hiked up the backside into this park. And, uh, the whole time talking to God, working on gratitude, got to that park, walked around, kind of laid in the shade, said an out loud prayer. Like, you know, please just help me to keep I, I'm no, I'm of no, I'm of no use to you right now, to anybody right now, carrying this type of mindset. I please help me get straightened out. So I'm walking back through dude. And next thing you know, that charity comes back into my heart. I'm texting my wife. I'm texting everybody. Hey, I just love you guys. Sorry that I was being negative, you know? And so I, bro, but that it, like, that's crazy. You know, that a little bit of blood boil, with some gratitude. I feel like that exercise elevates the mindset to for like gratitude to be able to sit on better. Does that make sense? It does. Like all of a sudden it just picks me up from the endorphins or whatever. And I got some tunes going and I see some scenery and it, and it's hot as shit. And then all of a sudden, and I keep forcing those beautiful thoughts. And, and then next thing you know, I am grateful in that charity's back in my system. You know, I don't I know. Do. Like you remember, like I was, I was in a bad way last week, two right, weeks ago, right. you know, posted because I'm, I'm, I'm not done with counseling. You know, I'm, I'm right. about to start EMDR. I'm start about to start neurofeedback. I can get into some like trauma modalities and stuff, but like, I've just been just one little mess after another. And I was just in like a real bad way. Just not, not okay. You know, like I wasn't, it wasn't even one of those situations where it's like, God, I just want to go get high or just have a beer or whatever. It wasn't anything like that, but I, I just wasn't okay. And like called me from Wyoming, right? you know, and like, I really appreciate that. You know, and you're like, just what's up, dude. And it's like, let me talk. And was like, I'll go do a, go run, go run a mile and do 50 burpees. Text me after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I, I, I ran, I don't know. I, my emotions allowed me to run that mile as like without stopping. Right. Like just at like 80, 90%. Right. And then burpees, ah, like smashed to a point. I was laying, I had, I, I laid on my porch for like 30 minutes twitching, <laughs> you know, and then posted just like, you know what? I love you dudes. Like posted on crew. Yeah. You know, the, just that gratitude pulled, that pulled you out of it. Yeah. You know, so it's, that's... it's, it's interesting, you know, and it's tough to be. So I, I always have, since I met you, you're an intense dude. And I knew, I knew that that would work. Right. Um, you talked about, uh, you know, you, you are an intense dude and it's a beautiful personality trait. I think it also works against you in some ways, just like it works against me in some ways, my competitive nature. Um, you know, but the thing also, as we need to learn, like it's maybe not always appropriate to go just kill ourselves in exercise either, you know, like, uh, there's, there's, there's other ways to orchestrate stress. You know, I'm into these, uh, I'm into these spiritual walks in the morning where I, I get out with my music and, and just, and walk around this inner city down here and, and 
daydream and read a little while I'm walking. And, and that, you know, that type of stuff does a lot for me too. You know what I'm saying? Where like I'm beat up because you talked about it. I know you get beat up pretty good because you're always, you know, you're always, you are intense and you go hard. Um, but I've learned to like the slow, the slowness. I eventually, as we get sober, like our, uh, our spiritual work will be able to take on a heightened level because you're going to start your, your financial life will come up as well. And that's, that's hands down true. Like why wouldn't it, you know, your, your foundation of health is going to grow and grow and you're going to get stronger even financially. And then next thing you know, you're buying a mountain bike. So now you're able to like go and create spirit, do your spiritual work on a, on a, on a sick ass bike. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten there yet with a bike either. I want, I want to, but and I'd like to add that to my spiritual work. Same thing with like skiing. I, I'd love to get back into skiing and be able to do add and add that in as well. But you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's pretty sick though. You know, and that's, that's why I like the, I like the walk from my house down here in the morning. Yeah. I like the walk afterwards home. Right. You know, and me and uh, Drake and I, we spend a lot of time walking and we'll go to the river and we'll go to the park and, you know, we'll just walk, you know, or like he doesn't want it. He, he's not feeling like going outside. It's like, okay, like you want anything from the Seven Eleven, and I'll just walk over there listening to music and, you know, practice spirituality. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's, it's interesting when, you're sitting there with a heart full of gratitude because you know that you can go to the Seven Eleven and just pick up whatever and walk back home. And then you just look at the local population and you're just like, I, I just putting your energy out there, hoping that maybe these folks can come to something better than they, than they're currently giving themselves. Right. Yeah, bro. The, the thing that I've admired most about you, and this is serious. I'm not, I'm not just, just cause we're on a pot. This is some, and I've taken, I've learned a lot from you is the spiritual work you put in with your kid, you know, like the, just like right now, I love to, I'm not apologizing. Like that's spirit. That's your, the greatest spiritual work we can, I, in my opinion, we can be involved in, is being present around our children and family members and be and and staying sober. And so I've seen you fight for that. And it's so badass. And and I don't know if you want to, you know, and it's been a fight, you know, based on how well I know you. It's been a fight. And I just want to say, bro, like that's some good, good stuff you are doing. That spirit, because that's the most important. Those kids, you know, I have a two-year-old and it's dude, it's rough. Like, like when my wife's like, all right, you know, she's going to work. And like, I got the kid all day. Like part of me is like, I get anxiety. I'm like, oh, I got this two-year-old all day, you know, mm -hmm. like I had him the other morning till noon. And, and, but my mindset is, all right, dude, this is going to be good spiritual. I took him for a walk, got him a sucker at the Sinclair, played with him at the park and just sat there and rubbed my fingers together every time I felt myself. That's what I do when I put, want to pull myself back to being present because I start thinking about work or get a text or something or there's no, I'm staying here with this kid. Like we're in it, dude. And then I get done at the end of the night and it may, uh, it's in my reflection that I see 
a beautiful experience. Um, I saw I last night I was went up and he was asleep and I was just looking at him and I was ref, and then I reflected on the morning that I had with him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just do the spiritual work you're doing, dude. Like that, that is, that's some real shit. Oh, like I, Drake has a whole album on my phone of just, and a lot of them are pictures of him sleeping. He tells me I'm creepy, but right. I'm like, whatever, dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know, like I shared that in a meeting one time, uh, just, you know, it was a, it was a topic with service work and there was a bunch of dudes with kids and it's like, there was a couple of people expressing the way I just want to do more service work that I'm like, you got kids, right? Like go over there and, and hug your kid. Like that's, you know, we, we talk about recovery as you know, the most important thing. And like, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, when you enter recovery, it is the most important thing, but there is a balance that is demanded, you know? So wow. to meet, to meet my recovery needs, I have, incorporated drake into my recovery like he goes to meetings with me he's here today with me we go we go in hammock right like don't go as hard when he's with me to earn that hammock time but <laughs> we do go in hammock right you know and like we have conversations we have beautiful conversations like he like, and he just, he stuns me. He just like, I, you haven't been lifting. Like, what are you doing? He's at, he's at, he's asking you, calling yeah. you out on that. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing? You okay? Like, <laughs> you know, we had a, we came to an agreement, 8 PM, uh, bed, uh, TV curfew so that we can go to bed early so I can get up and get here. Cause it's been 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I'm just like, ah, and then I feel, and then I feel like garbage the rest of the right. day and then have to run at noon and everything else but then you know he i'm very open with him about stuff right he knows he knows what i've done to myself right. he doesn't know all of the details but like he knows what syringes look like like in the last six weeks he's found seven syringes in the street mm. just walking through town and he just calls me over and has me pick it up and you know syringe caps you know bottom and top plungers things like that we found a meth pipe one day so he's he wants to like he's he's asking me consider like a few times he's like when are we gonna get some gloves and and like a bag and go and and go syringe hunting so that no little kids get poked with this wow like that's you know that's that's like the message that's that's what he wants to do wow and i'm like that's that's a long walk that is a very very long walk you know like we're doing that's what we're doing right now right like every time you every time you spot one every time you call me over to have me pick up somebody else's garbage like that's that's what we're doing drake you know wow. but he wants to make it like he's expressed that he wants to make it even bigger than that because he just doesn't like the fact that there are syringes in the street right like at all you know and i i get it i don't either like it 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 causes me moments of frustration and anger but i can't control it right you know bro so. you're like spreading help into your kid yeah. like you're you're like and that's i remember so and, and then tell me what you think about this this is just like lt you can jump in on this too tell me what you guys think 
so I was, I came up with this idea, like, so my kids, you know, late in my back when I was really bad, but I was do, playing, do, nodding out on the couch, you know, you know, and my, I remember thinking my, my little girl would like make a comment like dad's asleep or my wife would see it. And, and I got, I got the impression when, after I got sober, that that is how you spread the disease into your family is them witnessing the, the funny looking pupils and the, the irritability and the negativity and the, the nodding out on the couch and the always having to leave and coming back. And so they, they witness that for years and that's and like that, then that just becomes, it gets spread into them. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I don't know how totally that works. And I know it's also trauma that they, they would see some trauma with all that, but like, so now, you know, you and I both, you, you, you have changed your tune. Now your kids saying, dad, why aren't you training? You know, yeah. why aren't you, what are you doing? Why, you know, and you're communicating to him about health. Yeah. Let's clean this shit up. Let's look at this. This isn't good. And, Absolutely. and now it's getting health is getting spread into your kid yeah. at a young age. Right. Yeah. Like he, uh, he knows all about the 12 step program. Like I volunteer at the Alano right. you know, uh, one or two days a week and he's right there with me. Like he's on my phone playing games or watching Netflix or whatever, but he's right there with me, <sighs> you know, while I'm cooking, trying to give back to the community, you know, be available for people at the, as they come in who might be having struggles you know, so he's there with me and so he likes it. He likes the Alano club, you know, he like, hell he, uh, he wants to work out and I'm, I'm a lot of our walks. He doesn't realize it, but he's on a strength and conditioning program <laughs> when we go on our walks, yeah, you know, just the only trick is just getting them to wear actual tennis shoes so we can go a little bit uh, a little bit harder right have you taught him how to do a burpee yet yeah <laughs> like our, our biggest argument in the last year was don't pick up my barbell it's uh, too heavy for you right and your form is garbage <laughs> oh, dude, that's funny bro yeah yeah one, one thing i've noticed about uh with my addiction is when I would get drunk and I have an older boy, he's almost 16 now is my inhibitions would be lowered. And the things I allowed him to do while yeah. I was drunk, I would have never allowed him to do some of the stuff or participate in when, when I was sober, you know what I mean? And then one of the things that really got me after, you know, four or five months clean, my youngest boy come up to me. He's like, it sure is good to have my real dad back. Not oh, my wow. drunk dad. Wow. So Ooh. yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah, bro. Go on. That is good. That's a good one. I don't know, man. It, I'm, it's I. I just recently took my little boy on a a week long. When I was talking to you in Wyoming, I took him to Yellowstone, just me and him. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we we did like a four mile hike. You know, and I didn't know at the time we were hiking into the Yellowstone River. And I, you know, I was carrying most of his stuff, but he had a little water pack on. But most of the hike was going down, like. And then the last mile was pretty steep down to the river. Mm -hmm. So you didn't really feel it, you know, but it was consistently down for four miles. So then we, so we get down the, the hike in was birds chirping and we're 
laughing and it was great. Right. So we get down to the river and then we, the, the river ended up raising up and so we couldn't really fish. And so then it just became like us just throwing rocks and like laughing and just chilling in the middle of Yellowstone for my bear country, you know, and just hanging out me and my kid for four or five hours. And then we, we hiked out. So we're hiking out and it, it, it is hard. You know, we're like tired. It'd been hot and he's only 10. Yeah. So like, you know, we, he, we'd probably hiked around on the river for a mile and then we hike, we hike out and we're about a mile out, bro. And he, he bends down and he says, dad, dad, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. Like he was done. You know what I mean? Like, and I was done too. Like I can't imagine. So we, I mean, but it was such a good learning experience <laughs> just to, just to teach him, you know, like, bro, we can't, we have to keep walking. Yeah. You know, I can't pick you up, you know, like you can do it, you know? And so it was, it was a really good experience, you know, just that, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But, but yeah, so maybe, um, let's go back a little further. If you want, if you want, if you'd like to talk, I just, you're an interesting guy. Um, I've always found you interesting because of the, uh, your knowledge and your, just your, your, your intensity about becoming the best version of yourself. And, I, and so I want to try to show everybody why, okay. You know, so if you could maybe go back a little bit, like to, to how it all started, like what addiction and, and where it led you, you know, we talked earlier this morning, maybe we'll start with this, but I truly believe that, that we're enrolled in the school of addiction, not, not the program, but like, you know, I talk about all the time that maybe we were, we were going to be this way drug at, we're going to be substance abusers and struggle in our minds and trauma and in a hard situation. And, but through that hard situation, if we make it through it and we, and we become coaches, like you're becoming, now you are put in a position to help other struggling students. And I think that's what's happening to you, you know, like, mm -hmm. like some of the school you've been through, you know, jail, okay. uh, I, you know, I won't tell people the, the type of schooling you've gone through get to where you're at well so when i was when i was a kid my my father would drink he would drink and then so i witnessed a lot of domestic violence when i was a kid right he'd come home drunk and it just it, it didn't end well you know and then uh like my mom i understand like i get it she she used to beat the shit out of me you know most of the time i had it coming like the majority of the time i had it coming but I, I'd, I'd get my ass kicked and I, I recognize now that it was f her fear. Like my dad come home drunk, angry, kicked the shit out of her. So she kicked the shit out of us to, if we made a mess because right. she was afraid and trying to protect herself. Right. You know, so I, I forgive her. I don't know if she's watching right now. I did send her a link, but you know, I, I forgive you, mom. Like right. you're good. Is your mom Sheila Lowe? Yeah. Yeah. She uh, commented on here. Hey son. So very proud of you. <laughs> you know, so like she had, she had her own stuff that she was dealing with too. So I, I do and have forgiven all of that. But then when I got into high school, I was a victim of a, a sexual predator for a few years. He was a friend of the family and it just really, so it just really sort of fucked me up. Right. 
he had me convinced that he was going to kill my family if I ever said anything. So that sort of led me to the streets and then the nightmares and the way that I would feel led me to meth because then you don't have to sleep. Right. There's no sleep, hypervigilance, you know, as long as I was awake, I, I was safe because I could run, you know, but then that escalated to jail, prison between 2000 and between 2005 and 2012, I spent more time in prison and jail than I did on the streets. Right. You know, and then October 14th, 2012, the day this guy here was born. And that's, that's when I really started to get serious. Wow. You know, like, yes, <clears throat> I white knuckled it for a long time. I, you know, still struggled. I would relapse occasionally. I would just, I was, I was trying to do it on my own you know, while also being in a non-supportive relationship. Right. Mm. Here, have a seat over here. Move flatty. Whatever, you go play on the phone. You know, so I just... I'm just going to jump in real quick and let you guys know that you can find them on the school of addiction at schoolofaddiction.org. And these podcasts will be coming out every Saturday at 1145 about ish. Yeah. So I just, Drake was born, you know, I still had some relapses, still had some troubles. And then in 2017, we were moving out of a house that we were in me my significant other and my children and i was under a lot of stress and instead of keeping it together staying at home and helping my family move out of that house i relapsed and disappeared for the next few days and just left my family high and dry just abandoned while i was in a dope house somewhere and eventually i i reappeared my significant other told me I was a piece of shit, told me I was a fucking punk, and dropped me off at my mom's house. Three days later, I contacted a counselor, started going to counseling. Right. And really just dug in, dug in, went hard, went hard, eventually found jujitsu, you know, to supplement, to like give me that, I didn't know it at the time, but to give me that endorphin kick, right. you know, and then you know, personal trainer, really going hard in the gym, going hard in nutrition going hard with jujitsu, just getting ready for a tournament, you know, and then really working on myself to be healthy and to be better. But then my relationship still ended. Like I was trying to be the best version of myself for my family and, we just won't go into that. My relationship ended all the same. Right. And so I've just been working my ass off, like in counseling and reading books and learning about trauma and learning about psychology and just all kinds of things like relationship books, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, you know, like I almost bought the DSM-5. 
Right. Like just because of the books that I read, you know, Jocko Wilnick, David Goggins. Right. Um, who's some other ones? Just Johan Hari. Right. Just Navy SEALs. I got Navy SEALs in my head when I'm training. <laughs> <laughs> tell him tell him to stop being a little bitch and and, and just to go harder. Right. You know. Like I got Goggins telling me that I this is this is what you want. You know, stay hard. Right. You know, be be the savage among savages. Like just get after it. And so I just I I love learning. I love reading. I, you know, like and 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 in the midst of all that, like I went and became a personal trainer and you know, I'm working on developing a business right now, but right. Like I just read yeah. and listen to audiobooks and listen to podcasts and watch psychology videos and whenever some new issue comes into my life fuck okay it's time yeah. to attack that too <laughs> you know yeah i love it bro like well, son zeus has a thing that he talks about the general who's made the most calculations is ensured victory right you know like reading like i read the art of war and that's how that's how i deal with things right you know like it's just yeah, the books, I, I'm a big reader too. Obviously, like that's what we promote in here. I, I, anybody in recovery, like, you know, are, are, uh, is, is gaining knowledge. I don't know how you change your thoughts unless you don't try to change your thoughts and learn about why they're happening and why this, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know what I'm learning though, and maybe we can talk about it, is I'm learning that there's a few books that I need to read over and over and over and over. And then, and sometimes it's better to study a few of these books the most. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you, I can get pulled in so many directions with it all, but I've noticed for me, like I've noticed I, I want to know these few books really well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it's crazy. Reading, reading hands down has changed my life. And that's another thing me and you have so much in common with. I used to never read, you know? so much in common you know so reading's a big deal and i love it you know we got these phones nowadays we got all these devices we got podcasts we can lean on we got we got audible it's like there's just no excuse like we can and some people the resources are different you know everybody's resources are different but man being a reader has been been a blessing in my life as well and even just talking to people right you know, you always assume the person to whom you were speaking knows more than you know, or knows something you don't. Right. You know, like just staying connected. Right. Like I just, I just talk to everybody. I talk to everybody. That's the, and that's the thing. That's why I know like you're going to be a very effective coach um, <clears throat> because of the like, hard experiences you've had. Like you don't, Someone doesn't inspire, you don't inspire somebody by not going through something that's hard. No one's ever been an inspiration and you know what I'm saying? By not traveling a path that was hard, you know? And, yeah. and so you've gone down that path and now you've come out and your, your, your soul is bright 
and in the thing I like, you, you put it into play. A lot of people put all this knowledge in and it goes nowhere. You know, they're not trying to put it into play in their life. They're not trying to compete with themselves. You know what I'm saying? And, I do. and that's the difference where, yeah, we can, we can capture this knowledge, but like, all right, what are you going to do with it? I got, I know a lot of people who will read, but then are you, are you saying, are you going to make a conscious effort? Like, all right, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to try to think different. I'm going to try to act different out in the world. You know what I mean? With this new knowledge. Yeah. You know, and that's like, hell, that's, I was struggling with leading my team and like my, by team, I mean, meant my household, my, my family, right? you know? So I've, I've listened to Jocko's extreme ownership a couple of times. Yeah. Like I prioritize and execute. I keep it simple. I lead up and down the chain. Like that's, wow. you know, like just, just, uh, you know, like I, I, I asked you if I'd be all right to make that manual study. Yeah. You know, cause I wanted to be a part, I wanted to be a part of this. I wanted to help, you know, the, the, the other participants in the program to, to get through this like excellent content, like right. put, put a lot of work in just to show the respect to the program that I have for it. I just wanted to put a give back and, you know, set yeah. that up and then help, help folks get through this. Cause like, yeah, it was what I was thinking. The other night when we were texting, I was thinking that we we make that a part of the program. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So anyone that comes in, like Sunday, we set up the the times just like. And I I I'm thankful. You know, I look at that as a blessing because a lot of people don't participate in that manual. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot of content. It's really a textbook. Yeah. But um, there is. I mean, that's. You know, if you want to become a sore coach, you, you know, you got to be able to know what we're doing yeah. you know, and all that stuff in there. So that's a good idea. And I'm stoked to put that in, you know, like, and it's, it's, it's to help me too. Cause it's, it's gonna, it's gonna further, it's gonna get me where I want to be. And it's going to help me retain the information by right. going through it with, with the group and then right. having that discussion and then be able to solidify the principles and the ideas of the manual into my head so that. I can be that better coach yeah. later. Yeah. Right. Better life coach. <clears throat> yeah. The, the student to coach model inside this SOAR organization in this new building is what's special. I, I, I think like letting people, my philosophy is letting people come in who are serious like you, like LT, who, 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 uh, who are serious, who, who want to make a difference and serious about coaching and let them come in here and create art, create their own art under this, in this, in this thing. And I think, you know, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm not around, I'm not going to be around. I start teaching here, you know, school, you know, I'm a school teacher during the day at Layton, mm -hmm. putting a gym out there. I applied for a grant about, you know, 20, 25,000, grant to put a gym at Leighton High to make it an extension of my health lab. So I'm going to kind of move in that direction. I got to be working with those kids. And so now I'm kind of relying on these other coaches to step in and say here, you know, I I'm tired. It's, it's not me. This isn't the sore program. Isn't me. You know, I started it. I'm thank, thank, thankful, but like it, it's, it's, I, I need it to be, if I'm not around, 
it doesn't fail. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we got these dudes running it and it's not, doesn't have to be me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's what I want. And that's, and that's how we'll really make an indent it. We really make an impact on this disease. Don't you think I can be able to help a lot more people yeah. with as many good coaches as we can. Cause dude, I looked at you. I look at you. I honestly, when I first meet with people, when I first met with you, it was like this dude knows his shit. <laughs> like he's been in prison. He's been, you know, it sucks that you had to go through all that, but it's also to me, I'm like hell of a coach because he can relate with any, everybody. It's the same thing. I, I, I thought with Frank, Frank can talk with the kid that's partying, you know, early because he's part, you know, the heroin addict, the meth addict, the, you know what I mean? And so you have these guys that can relate and they're, and the, they're these coaches with knowledge on how to lead people to building a life on a foundation of help, dude. Tell me we can't help a shit ton of people. All kinds of folks. Yeah. All kinds of folks. But, you know? And so, well, I, I really, you're, you're my boy, you know, and I, I'll do anything cause you, for you, because uh, I'll, I'll, uh, anything you ever need me to do anything, you, it means a lot cause you like have come in and done this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and you went hard, you've gone hard. And, and you even, we were even in the, the middle of, uh, the pandemic too. Yeah. That was a cool experience though. Remember when we were doing it all remote. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That was actually, the program was actually really sick. Like even that we weren't, we weren't going in the gym, we were just meeting out. And then even when we were just doing the zoom meetings, yeah. I, I thought that I thought I learned a ton, you know, doing it like that. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like doing that. That was, that was neat too. Cause like able to able to go and you know even and then do my workouts in front of my house like on my sidewalk yeah like oh do a what was it a do a hundred yard sprint <sighs> in the road in the road <laughs> no wonder your knees hurt <laughs> uh, you know yeah. but like really just i can i can actually run now like everybody yeah. that knows me you know, personally, knows I have a, his, a long history of knee injuries. Right. And have never been a runner. And now I am running all over hell. <laughs> That's funny. So. Well, dude, I'm thank Thanks. I'll have you on again. We'll do this again. Because the where I want to go with this, I talked to you, but it's just conversations, you know, like me and you had and we can bring other guests on and so i won't i mean plan on being on it again and and helping uh facilitate discussion you know so good stuff bro thanks oh, yeah. for being on oh, yeah. appreciate thanks for it, having bro. me yeah um our next one lt gonna do next saturday right yeah that's the plan we should be pumping these out every saturday live here in the studio on facebook school of addiction uh, uh, on the SOAR Facebook group. And then we're going to strip the audio and the uh, podcast will be uploaded to schoolofaddiction.org, your guys' website. And we're just going to yeah, pump these out weekly. You can we'll count on them. Be on iTunes and all that stuff. iTunes, yeah. Whatever. Um, YouTube. We're going to get it, you know, get it on YouTube. You guys can watch it on YouTube and all that. So thanks for listening. That was fun. I'm glad to be back doing these, man. It's been a minute. So thank you for listening and We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, you guys.